Love and Death by Giacomo Leopardi Translated by Frederick Townsend Read for LibriVox.org by Rosalind Carlyle Love and Death Children of fate in the same breath Created were they, love and death Such fair creations ne'er were seen Or here below, or in the heaven serene The first the source of happiness the fount whence flows the greatest bliss that in the sea of being e'er is found the last each sorrow gently lulls each harsh decree of fate annuls fair child with beauty crowned sweet behold not such as cowards paint her in their fright she in young love's companionship doth often take delight as they o'er mortals paths together fly chief comforters of every loyal heart nor ever is the heart more wise than when love smites it nor defies more scornfully life's misery and for no other lord will it all dangers face so readily when thou thy aid dost lend o oh, love is courage born or it revives and wise in deeds the race of man becomes and not as it is prone in fruitless thought alone and when first in our being's depth this passion deep is born though happy we are still forlorn a languor strange doth o'er us steal a strange desire of death we feel i know not why but such we ever prove the first effect of true and potent love it may be that this wilderness then first appalls our sight and earth henceforth to us a dreary waste appears without that new supreme delight that inner thought is fondly traced and yet our hearts foreboding feel the storm within that it may cause the misery we long for rest we long to flee hoping some friendly haven may be found of refuge from the fierce desire that raging roaring darkens all round and when this formidable power hath his whole soul possessed and raging care will give his heart no rest how many times implored with most intense desire art thou o death by the poor wretch forlorn how oft at eve how oft at dawn his weary frame upon the couch he throws too happy if he never rose in hopeless conflict with his pain nor e'er beheld the bitter light again and oft at the sound of funeral bell and solemn chant that guides departed souls unto eternal rest with sighs most ardent from his inmost breast how hath he envied them who with the dead has gone to dwell the very humblest of his kind the simple rustic kind who knows no charm that knowledge gives the lowliest country last that lives who at the very thought of death doth feel her hair in horror rise will calmly face its agonies upon the terrors of the tomb will gaze with fixed undaunted look will o'er the steel and poison brood in meditative mood and in her narrow mind the kindly charm of dying comprehend so much the discipline of love hath unto death all hearts inclined full often when at this inward woe such pass has reached as mortal strength no longer can endure the feeble body yields at length to its fierce blows and timely then benign death her friendly power doth show or else love drives her hapless victims so alike the simple clown 
and tender country lass, that on themselves their desperate hands they lay, and so are born unto the shades below, the world but laughs at their distress, whom heaven with peace and length of days doth bless. To fervid, happy, restless souls, may fate the one or other still concede, sweet sovereigns friendly to our race, whose power throughout the universe such miracles hath wrought, as naught resembles, nor can aught, save that of fate itself, exceed. And thou, whom from my earliest years still honoured I invoke, O lovely death, the only friend of sufferers in this vale of tears, if I have ever sought thy princely state to vindicate from the affronts of the ungrateful crowd, do not delay, incline thy ear unto thy weary supplicant here. These sad eyes close forever to the light, and let me rest in peace serene, O thou of all the ages queen. Me surely wilt thou find, whate'er the hour, when thou thy wings unfoldest to my prayer, with front erect, the cruel power defying still of fate. Nor will I praise in fulsome mood the scourging hand that with my blood, the blood of innocence, is stained. Nor bless it as the human race is wont, through custom old and base, each empty hope with which the world itself and children would beguile. I'll cast aside each comfort, false and vile. In thee alone my hope I'll place, thou welcome minister of grace. In that sole thought supremely blessed, that day when my unconscious head may on thy virgin bosom rest. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.